Polish Club have released their second album, Iguana, and they seem really down about the whole thing. I tell you, there's something stupid to do, though. Some stupid start shit. A band. Be, no, even stupider is start a rock band and then try and make commercially viable rock music. It's, it might be interesting to try and figure out why making that album was so hard. My name's Tom, and this is Polish Club's... Before we can start solving the problem, I first need to find out what happened in the studio. Right now, they need empathy. And I know the perfect person they need to talk to. The only person who could possibly know their album better than them. State your name. Wade. <laughs> Just Wade, like Sade. Wade. Wade. Blade, aka Blade. AKA, AKA the guy who produced our album. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's to blame. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, uh, the the previous album and the previous album and the previous EP, EP, EP yeah, and just just an all round nice guy. So Wade Kieran, this is your life. Mm-hmm. Get it all off your chest. No, Thank was, you for um, coming tonight. We don't know what we're doing. I, I like just, it. I like, I like this. Um, this. We good? What? No go. No. no. What? 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 Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> this is Wade Kieran, their producer, and he's going to be joining them on stage for this tour, and. They haven't debriefed since finishing the album. So we got Wade in the studio and I just got them to talk. And look, I was hoping that I was going to find someone to talk them up and convince them that it wasn't as bad as they remember. But then... I was just, you know, because I was saying, well, I've said a few times that, I, you know, that, that experience of that doing the album was kind of harrowing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just wondering what it was like for you, because you were—I I feel like you were kind of like uh, I a middleman between <laughs> like multiple men. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's a horrible thing as well, though, because I feel like the, there was one point where the first round of demos, I remember you asking me like, yeah. "How are you?" and I was like, "I'm fucking ready for the end." Like, <laughs> I, like, and that was before we really before it began. Yeah, but like I was in this state where I was like, I was hating on music. So yeah, I remember you saying, "I don't know if I want to do this anymore." And yeah. I was like, "What? Like, like our demos for us?" And he was like, "No, like, just anything to do with music." Anything. <laughs> what? So, what oh, so was you it? set the tone. Thank you for like. <laughs> thanks for reminding me. What was it that brought you to that point again? For, I, I don't know. I think I was just stuck working on like crap for a while. And I hit a bunch of walls. And then our demos were crap as well. And then you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, I remember saying to you that, like, I, I was pumped to do those demos because because I'd been working on crap. And at that point, it was probably going to be the highlight of my, my uh, year thus uh, far. And that was, like, what, is, March? And that's not even a compliment. Last year. Yeah. That is grim. Someone told me that you have, like, you do have a cycle of wanting to quit every now and then. It's just- yeah. <laughs> don't, don't we all? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. I heard that in stereo just that was nice. Yes. yes. Um but I guess it's different for you, right? Cuz you just have to work with people who pay you to do a job. Yeah, but um, I don't I don't always say I, 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 thankfully now I'm kind of and it's and it's partly because of the success of your first album that I'm in a position where I can kind of say no to stuff now and be a little bit choosy and like pretty much only work with people that I I like or are friends with or like by, you know, 
But then there's that thing of taking a punt on someone you haven't worked on uh, or worked with before. You don't know what they're going to be like in the studio if they're going to be a pain in the ass. Mm. Mm. Like it kind of, I don't know. I'm not really great with meeting new people in a professional setting. Um, having to like bring in a new band every week and be like, let's see how this goes. It's kind of stressful in theory for me. Most of the time I spend... I, like you know, some most people go to work and they sit with the same people all day, every day, week in, week out, and like I'm pretty much with a different five weirdos every day. Yeah, which is a fucking nightmare. Who's the weirdest one? You, John. <laughs> Just uh, set that one up. <laughs> uh, that's no, probably that, not, true. Not even. Uh, I don't know. Is this like there's different kinds of weird, I suppose. I mean, I play in, I play in a band with some weirder, like you know, oh, yeah. like the guys from Wolf and Cover. Are, are oh, all, you're gonna name names? Uh. All weirdos in their own. <laughs> what about uh, let's talk about um, like marking mic techniques and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so was there anything? Oh, was there anything like? Did you record anything like real funk? Like was there anything funky that you of note that you can say in? What do you mean, funky? Like I don't know, like what they did on our album. Yeah. Did you do anything unusual? Yeah, just for all the um, like the nerds out there. A lot of it. A lot of it is unusual. Like, yeah, like I don't know. The there's a lot of really weird stuff going on in the ballad one, uh, in as low as it goes. You know, one really cares actually about. Yeah, like studio tricks are, are, are so redundant and dumb because like they're not even really tricks anymore and like if i watch someone if a if a sound on an album sounds strange but you have to explain how it was made for it to be worthy of a strange thing then it it's redundant to me do you know what i mean like so someone like you know someone talking about john frusciani making like weird synth-based music but it's only analog with tape machines but if it has to come with that all that loaded backstory then interesting to be interesting then it's fucking not interesting we went to a gig the other day at the gallery bar in oxford art factory and the opening act was playing sounds solely from an interview from a basketball game yeah (laughs) So, but you didn't. But we where didn't, does that you didn't land find it. Inter- I didn't find that interesting until like, someone told me that. That's right. That's yeah. yeah so I was like, I was like, oh, here we go. And then someone's like, no, no, it's just, it's like all from then, like basketball. And Every like, sound oh, you're yeah. hearing is. And, from- then it, and then, it, and then, and then you ended, and I was like, ah, oh. but no, I didn't really get the chance. <laughs> so is it better now that you know that? And you're or like, is it just interesting? At the end of the day, you're still not going to listen to it. Well, like my 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 argument to that is that, like, so for instance, as low as it goes, has the weird drum machiney sound. It's a drum machine from my phone, played through an amp, and then mic'd up and aggressively EQ'd and distorted. Um, cool story dude but like to the anyone who's listening to it it's just a drum machine that oh, sounds yeah. kind of cool so it's like that that's that's one thing that we did that was it like a lot of time doing yeah that. it's you know it's one thing that that happened during the recording that you, you, you do know, that all could the time. be a talking point yeah exactly so it's just in a few songs huh mm. drum machine everything gets very people, yeah some people do and and i guess because because i probably used to you know uh, 
when I first got into recording, I probably did used to love that kind of shit. But now because I, I just do it every day all the time, I'm like, I, I'm more interested in like a well-crafted song or something than... Mm. What's that like? Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where do you get them from? Because <laughs> we started to, I've started to do press for the album. I'm like, oh, it's like such a different album. Like, it's like pretty crazy for us. And I think about it, I'm like, everything that makes it crazy for us or different is oftentimes adding stuff that normal bands do. So, oh, that's, like, so that's a good point. Writing a baseline. Um, so everything, like everything's just us working our way to being a normal band, kind of, yeah. but still being two slash three people. Mm. I don't know, but in that case, like I stop myself in my tracks, going, "Yeah, it's like super weird. We got like a synth on a sign." I'm like, what the <laughs> <laughs> "Literally, everyone does." Yeah, but. I don't know. It feels different to me. It's almost like a loaded question coming from the whoever's interviewing you because it's like they're saying, "Oh, it's weird," but it is it though. I I guess, but mm. I don't know what's weird anymore mm. because everyone's doing everything. Mm. And is is this like just a general comment? Yeah, <laughs> you know, musically, socially, sexually. Me- I don't know what's wise, weird anymore. Talking memes. memes are out of control. I was just gonna like ask a, like a question, like like oh, it's not a question, it's more a, a statement, and then I'm just gonna like say what's that like? What was that like? So it is a question, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we got this American guy to mix uh, two songs because I don't know. He was I don't know. We, why, why did we do that originally? John Congleton yeah. is his name. I because you mixed I the didn't, first album. I didn't want to. I didn't want to mix it. Yeah. Yeah. Even after Congleton pulled out, we got Congleton to mix because there was questions asked at the start, like what did what didn't we like about the first time round, and then the EP, and it was like the mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole no, thing, it was, it was it. you know because like mixing mixing if you're mixing a whole album, you build the aesthetic of the album and like. The first one I, I thought was very clear cut when when we when I got it. You guys came to the studio with that first record. It was like very clear what was happening on it. But this one, I feel like we did it didn't really become clear until after you named it Iguana and started talking about the th- oh, theme yeah. the theme of it and everything. Like that kind of helped it become like sh- get shaped in a way or something like the sound of it. Oh, yeah. Like it became like this nighttime record all of a sudden, and it was like a bit darker and weirder. And so, mm. like although the, that all, that was all there, that really came together sort of just before we started mixing it, before I started mixing it. Yeah, that was a bit stressful, though, wasn't it? Yeah, because was, there was a lot of the whole demoing process and the writing and everything was like it was all over the shop. It was all over the shop, but that's fine. Like it, we, yeah. the result is the sum of all of that. But like. I remember getting clarity back the first mix and being very disappointed. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I it didn't do it for me. Uh, um, like, because I thought that, but I and th- and that's when I realized like I am too close to it to understand. But I think like having you as someone who knows the context and what we wanted from it and being considerably more invested in the whole thing, I assume. Uh, yeah it helped us 
to get that done quicker and more efficiently than it would some rando on the other side of the world. Yeah, and that's where that's where we won, I think, which was that like the extra hours and shit that I did. At one point during the whole process, we were all going through some pretty serious turmoil. And what was that? Oh, you broke. Yeah, right. I ended a. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry I laughed. It's not even oh, yeah, yeah. I laughed because I'm confronted. It's uh, <laughs> no, 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 um, not that like, I want to get dark news. for the end of this whole thing. But I like, feel like my ter- my tor- turmoil, my turmoil was manageable. Well, yeah, yeah. It had a nice ending. And, um, and that's the silver lining of all of it. Is what I'm saying. Like, I can look back on this process and remember that we all kind of went through some serious shit during the whole thing mm. and came out with a. A fucking good result. An album. <laughs> an, an album. <laughs> yeah, actually, I had a question. Like, was there any point where you thought we were, like, we're not going to finish it? Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I think I know That's what that it. point was as well. Yeah, there was, a, it was just before Christmas. Yeah. I think maybe you'd, because there was like a period of recording, then you went to Europe for the tour, yeah. and then you you guys were burned at the after that. Yeah. Lost a bit of weight though on that bus. That was good. Did ya? A little bit. And it's a great way to stay in shape. It's a great way Very to stay good. in shape. With <laughs> a your body, day tour of not your mind. Germany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not what comes out of you in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have to try and like writing it. Trying to write singles is really tough. I think. Yeah, don't don't do it. You okay. didn't. <laughs> Too late. It's funny though because it like destroyed him, and I never really. I, I thought you guys did really well. Like you, you get, you know, you had to like, you had to go in and write heaps of songs, and you did it. I've never seen anyone, another band, go in and say we're going to write like five songs this week and come out and have done it. Well, because there's no like end to it. We we say songs, but some of them were like barely ideas. You know, um, I don't know what writing a full song involves because uh, it kind of takes to the point where it's like verse huh, chorus verse we're rolling and, uh, better finish this song eh? <laughs> i don't know you guys did it, it was yeah. good. The songs are songs are easy kind of <laughs> yeah, what am i saying i'm gonna i'm gonna quote you on that next time around songs are easy songs, songs are, are easy, easy. songs you got are someone like dave that that just understands music really really well i don't know if that's true you, well no you understand like where like chords Go and stuff. No, it's easy to write a, a song, right? It's easy to verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, um, and a chord progression that sounds nice. Mm. But uh, finding that point of difference, which is everything, is it could take five seconds to. Uh, rolling. I didn't mention a good song. I just said song. But <laughs> no, but that's exactly my point. Yeah, that's literally my point. Song is easy. Songs are fuck crazy easy. Good you can songs, write them that, whenever, yeah. wherever, in as much bulk as you want. Mm. But is anyone gonna give a shit? I don't know. Hey, speaking of which, uh, what are we? What's what's happening next? Eh, we're gonna do another album this year. Probably should I. Eh? Yeah, I just mean, in case this one tanks, we're gonna be like, "What about this one?" <laughs> <laughs> I just keep getting conscious that I'm like, I keep forgetting and then becoming aware again that I'm holding a microphone. <laughs> you uh, never get that on stage. 
when you say stupid shit? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what the... Because we have no yardstick for any of this, right? We have no... Never done an album, too. Mm. And to know what is par for the course and to know where you, like, succeed and fail or, like, waste plenty time or, like, you know, or mm. plenty doing of, something different. Plenty of cliches in that sense. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just really wondering. <laughs> There's no question to that. But I guess that's, like, a th- uh, that's what I want to get out of this you know, speaking to other people, mm. but I, I have a feeling there's no answer to that. There's no rhyme or reason to any of it. I mean, fuck, there's no rules. Everyone has a different amount of uh, budget to work with, has different times, has different uh, labels and whatever. Do, uh, are we as crazy as as you we feel? feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even crazy. Like it's not like whoa, I'm so crazy. It's like I feel cooked. And yeah, stupid. I think. I mean, the the struggle is real, but it wasn't like the hardest thing I've I've ever done either. Mm. I was definitely like, I was I was stressed in the middle of the mix, and then I went out and had a you know beer with you, and I remember messaging you going like, you know, I'm I'm feeling very <laughs> like. I'm feeling very like high anxiety right now. And you're like, and you put it in perspective with whatever's going on with you and whatever. And it was just like, you know. Oh yeah. Right, eh? <laughs> that's, the, that's the first time that's ever happened that I've given that perspective. you calmed people's <laughs> anxieties. I probably like kind of like, like a succubus, like sucked your anxiety <laughs> into me. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Oh, it's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? Well, yeah, no. To, like, if if you really think that, I mean, you you earned the right to to feel cooked. I think because you guys worked really fucking hard. But I don't Harder even. Know, I don't even know what working hard on music is anymore. I don't fi- like. What do you do? Are you sitting down and like yeah, well, thinking about it? Are you? Well, just- no, it's, it's it's spending. It's putting time. It's spending time on it, and we spent a lot of time on it. And like we. Every avenue that could have been explored pretty much got explored. Yeah, and like and you look at some deleted. of you look at some of the rough mix. Yeah, and that's fine. Sometimes you got to go there. But you look at some of those rough mixes or like death mixes from the early parts of the recording process. And it's like, you know, we went we went down every avenue and then found the direction eventually. But that's that's what that's what working hard on music is. I think it's not like. Um, like that's what it is. Just spending, spending hours and hours and hours. It's crazy, on it. yeah. It's crazy how much time you put into it, eh? Yeah. And but I see other people succeed at not doing much, right? And, sure. And that's that's their way of doing that's things. Fine. That's yeah. kind of like our. That's what I wanted from this band in the original. <laughs> well, because no, because we did what was easy and natural in the first one, yeah. uh, and didn't think about it. Totally. Um, it worked better than we would have thought. And then the second one, it's like, well, we can't do that again. No one wants another 14 songs of retro soul, whatever. And quite frankly, I don't want to fucking have to bullshit my way through. I love soul music for mm. another two years. You never really, uh, you never really tried to. I that. tried at the very beginning. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it's like the question's always like, so who's the, who is like, who loves soul in this band? Like, it must be you, the singer. And, you, and you're like, nah. Like, not me. Not interested, mate. <laughs> Don't care. There's only and there's only so many ways you could say it, and it's it's always like immediately shuts down an interview as well. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like, 
Oh, let's talk oh, about we had five more soul. questions to go yeah. around that, and now you're saying I was going to talk about like Sam Cooke and like Solomon Burke, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know who that is. We can talk about <laughs> boys to men. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about real soul, baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's why on, on that though, like you guys did say from the very start and that was like, even before I hit record on demo one, it was like, we, we don't want to do that again. We want to do something different. And I remember going like, what, well, what is the different? And you were both like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. But that, you know. Like hip hop or something. <laughs> there was a lot of, there was a lot of weird references going around. I can't we- believe <laughs> there's a new Jack Swing song on the album. <laughs> Like it is. Do you reckon people will pick that though? No, no one will. It's a thing where we're like, oh, fuck. There's like a 90s R&B song on my album. (laughs) 90s R&B song. Your white guy voice is so funny. (laughs) Do that one more. Turn my album. But but then they'll come back and be like, fuck, man. That's like, that reminds me of my, my favorite Foo Fighters song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to Dave Grohl's gonna be proud of that one, yeah. boys. DG. <laughs> but like, you can't deny that that song is a New Jack Swing song. Well, I like, can't deny that because I didn't know what a New Jack Swing song was mm. until I had to make one with you. Yeah, sucked in. I've been telling people this. I'm like, we went through a, a year and a half, going, man, this is crazy, crazy experimental, <laughs> man. Like we were, we oh. went, we went fucking crazy. And crazy, then man. everyone's like, yes, it's a good rock song. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was a point, I forget who we were talking to. I think it was our management, like Charlotte. And um, she's like, yeah, like it's a rock song. And you're like, what? <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember like being like, yeah, like, this is like, this is a bit different. Yeah. And then like, and then seeing someone like comment on a on something saying, Foo Fires be proud of this song or something. <laughs> And I was like, oh, man. Dave's yeah, shining but- <laughs> down, happy. But in saying that, though, like, it is I, – and I was surprised at how many people were like, whoa, it's a different direction for the boys. Like, so, oh, like, right. other people – like, people ask – that is in the people's minds as well. Like, so, like, like I know, I know directly, fan, like, fans, and they're like, wow, yeah, we really like the new direction. It's a really different sound. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, to me, it doesn't sound that different. It's more but hi-fi. Guess, Does more hi-fi mean different? I don't know. The, well, the, I guess there isn't that that solely bluesy element anymore. Yeah. They're just like no. just that more incubus. Just like, there's just <laughs> inc- that more incubusy element. Incubus, hooper, stanky. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know those bands, but yeah, probably. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what I want is to go into an interview and someone be like, so who's the Hoobastank fan here? <laughs> about, well, ooh, 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 ooh. I've been waiting five years for well, this. Well, Tom, I'm glad you asked. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you everything about <laughs> this shitty band. <laughs> um, stank. I I guess it's a lot Imagine of it. a band name with Stank in Hoobastank? <laughs> what were they fucking thinking? Hoobastank. <laughs> Let's create a word. Half of it will be Huba. The other half is Stank. <laughs> oh my God. Uh. Um, I also think like, cause um, the ultimate fear is forever being like a rock and roll band, knowing mm. that rock and roll blows <laughs> and is dead. Yeah. Like 
It does. There's no arguing with that. Yeah. So you kind of want to not lock yourself in that room, you know, that you can't get out of. Totally. But I don't. I don't I've been know. About, I've been thinking about that rock and roll is dead thing. It's dead. I think it's just. I think it's. I I haven't thought of a new way of thinking about it, but I think that there's a better way of thinking about it. Fuck me. That's the whole like. We can't write the same album, but I don't know what we're gonna write. <laughs> well, it's just like because I think just like genre labeling is kind of dead, right? as if, as opposed to. But I okay, like I agree with that, and I'd say like if you wanted to find like rock and roll as like an ethos and idea, you would put it on like hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very like, people much have been alive. saying that for very like twenty years. Well. No, but people have been saying that. But I'm talking about like the bare bone, like the the aesthetic of it, like guitar, drums, shit like that. Mm. That's dead. Like no, there's no new band doing that, and the ones that are doing it say like Royal Blood. To their credit, they're kind of on the outside of like yeah, a traditional yeah. rock and roll setup. So like, I don't, you don't want to like wake up and be another fucking. That, they're an interesting one to me though, because I, I feel like if if they were four piece band, no they wouldn't. Shit. No, yeah. they blow. Are they getting a pass because he's doing all of that? With a bass guitar. Oh, but I think, mm. like, it sounds intrinsically different because he's doing all yeah. that by himself. It's not as, like, like, yeah, if they had a guitarist, it'd be, it'd be a guitarist fiddling all over, all over it. Yeah. People like that just real It's direct. the sum of its parts, and yeah. I think that's what makes people connect with it. After 25 minutes, there was one question that really hadn't been asked. So I just had to gracefully enter the conversation first. I just opened my notes and I was like, um, my note for the set list for our next tour. And the only song I've written down is Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be a great whole show. Set. We should cover I it, actually we, opened it up so I could write since, you, mm. since you've been gone on it. That's another good cover. Dancing in the Moonlight would be sick. Uh, as a ender. Yeah, or as like a beginning, middle, and ender. <laughs> What was that? Um, what was that one that you liked? That when you gone? Who's the homeless guy? Some Tom Waits over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Well, you gone. I guess it's just because I haven't been talking for half an hour. That was amazing. I'm not used to not saying that things. was incredible. <laughs> just try it up. Like, um, <laughs> now I had their attention. I could ask. Did, what do you think of the album, Wade? Like what do you like? You're finished with it. At yeah, least, as as your you, your hey, part finished. finished. <laughs> he doesn't want you to ask like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, it's coming. It's coming. Oh. Don't, answer, don't answer that. That's I gotta good, sneeze. I gotta sneeze. Don't answer that. That was a long yeah. wait up for sneeze. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like it, it just sounds like you're like you're talking about how you're so uh, like close. Like in many ways. You're like in the band now, as far as the way you were talking about it. You're Mm. saying you're too close and you're like too invested in all this kind of stuff. Are you in the band? And if you are, are you just going through the same thing that these two are going through? That like you're not feeling it anymore. uh, We're still paying. Maybe (laughs) maybe a little bit more than these two because I've probably listened to the album times 10 Mm. more than they have. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. And yeah, like hundred okay, percent. Yeah, yeah, I guess for twelve for twelve hours a day. Right. You know, some some days was just one song All right, over right. and over for twelve hours. All right. <laughs> so you, you can't you only see it in abstract now. You don't really see. Well, like okay, so this is an interesting one because 
on the f- for the first album, and I, I go through this if I mix an album, I just cannot listen to it afterwards, and that goes for my own music or anyone else, anything. I just can't listen to it. And when I started mixing Iguana, I went back and listened to the first album and really enjoyed it for the first time since oh, I yeah. did it. For the f- like, and I was because like, the new one's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that it was interesting to go back and hear that and and I remember when I when I was mixing the first one you guys played Newtown Social Club it was like it sold out it was like it was a big back slapping thing there with like all the management and publishing there was like a whole lot of people there and it was a very big night and I went down after mixing all day and it changed the way I was like holy fuck that's what this that's what it should be and I'm I don't think I'm getting that back at the studio like during mixing. So like I went back and sort of adjusted it. But now with this one, I fully know the band and I was like way more involved in the demoing process and I was there at every nexus of and every inception of every song pretty much. So like I kind of knew where the bodies were buried. So I I could not listen. Like the only time I've listened to it since we finished it was when I had to check the vinyl master like the the vinyl pressing the other day, the test pressing, and it which was, you thought wasn't very good. <laughs> no, no, but I really enjoyed listening to the album. Oh, okay, right. For the like first time since we finished it, I like really enjoyed it. I was like, "There's so much good stuff on it," and there was like because it's been what two months, yeah, roughly. It's been so long since we finished it. I so you've reset. I've reset exactly, and there was things that I forgot we even put in there that got me really excited. Again, like mm. all those backing vocals that we added, like really last minute, some oh, of those yeah. songs, I was like, "Oh man, this is, it, it was, I had so much fun listening to it." And it was, are there enough of those little bits that make you go, "Like, yes, this is worth it." These little unplanned spice is, the, is that going to sell it for you? Is that what sells it for you? I guess the little sprinkles make me laugh. <laughs> like uh, when I. <laughs> <laughs> Because most of the time it's John going, "Hey, I've recorded eight thousand hours of ambient noise. Could can you we? Just can you throw add one of them somewhere on one of the songs? Did you? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of them. In clarity, for instance, yeah. in that build-up, there's like a whole lot of weird talking that like spiral, spirals Shout around. Out and manager and uh, Mish, the photographer Mish, backstage at in Melbourne. Heaps on other songs and yeah. every and time, in between songs, like yeah. all the if if you listen to the album from start to finish, they all pretty much like join together in really like interesting ways and stuff. Every time you suggest it, I laugh, and every time it finds its home, it's great. So you know, <laughs> it looked like you wrote that little bit of like uh, knowledge down. No, that's, exactly, that's exactly how I feel as well. It's like there, there's these little sprinkles that get added. That, that take it away from Foo Fighters Rockland and whether that puts you in the Foo position... Foo Fighters Rockland! <laughs> <laughs> but, like, whether that whether or not that puts you in a position where you're, like, too weird for the rock crowd or and too rock for the weird crowd, <laughs> then I don't, you know, maybe, but, like... 
Uh, I just don't which know. Which is a good Everyone spot. Loves as far as I'm concerned, that's a we- that's a good spot to be in. Not that's a win. It's not until it becomes part of the song in a like structural way or like like a you know the verse is super weird because it's got this like weird ambient thing mm. then that'll potentially turn people off but this is all like kind of textural connective Mm. tissue stuff it's not really the song is still there it's just john's connective tissue (laughs) 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 okay well i'm not sure we solved anything but it's early days it does sound like even wade can't listen to a project that he's mixed before i'm thinking it's like having a song that reminds you of an ex No matter what happens, when that song comes on, it stirs up all those emotions again. But maybe it's more so with a song that you've made. So if I think about it like that, what if we try to reframe what the album means for them? Next episode, then. Meet me at the Iguana. Polish Club's Sophomore Slump is produced by Tom Hogan. All music by Polish Club. Their album, Iguana, is available on all streaming services. For all Polish Club updates, find them on Facebook and Instagram or visit polishclub.co. She won't pick up, will she? Hey, Charlotte, just leave a message oh. and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Okay, bye. Hey, Charlotte. It's, oh, hey, Charlotte. Charlotte. You're, fired. <laughs> you're fired and I quit. The band. Okay, goodbye.